0: aka Padders, welcome back to another episode of aka pads a film buff podcast i'm your host peter a deluca coming to you from philadelphia pa a few times a week we're still struggling with this new schedule because people life happens engagements happen uh, the nine to five job happens and all my other obligations happen meaning we, we make comic books we have a giant media website that's rocking and rolling we live stream a few times a week we do a lot of things and to continue your support of me and believe me i'm nothing but grateful for it you can go to akapad.com see what's on the home page click around come back give me a review Uh, Drop me a line, however you're listening to this, because even on akapad.com, we're building out uh, the talk section, which is relatively the podcast section, and you will be able to hone in on producers or actors or themes, uh, very much like uh, the aggregation you would get at your Netflix home screen. We're doing a lot of work all the time, and I, I love it. And and I'm grateful for it. And a part of that work is watching movies and bringing them to you. And right now we're talking a good one. We're talking bodies, bodies, bodies. And the wild thing is that a lot of you are going to see this poster. And you're going to roll your eyes. It's a 2022 movie. But you're going to see the, the poster of bodies, bodies, bodies. And you're going... To just say to yourself, ah, uh, Pete Davidson. I'm sick of Pete Davidson. What luck, guys? So am I. But this is not a Pete Davidson movie. And whenever I tell people about this flick, uh, <laughs> universally, I mean, it, it's 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 quite a few people, but universally, I get, oh my god, it's not it's not like the King of Staten Island. And I'm just like, no, this is it's. It, it's classified as a dark comedy. Like a dark horror slasher comedy. Uh, slasher would be the subgenre within horror. You know, Michael Myers. And I never quite get dark comedies. Because, <laughs> because they're almost just like dramas with a few more jokes that are never intended to be jokes. Like They're, they're almost like situational. This movie, I don't get the dark comedy part I do not I, I I'm not saying that the movies not uh, you know like giggly or smirky from time to time but this movie is social commentary it's a analysis of the world that we live in today and, and more narrowly the world of women today young women it, it's not definitive it's not final This is a point of view. And it comes off exactly as that. Also along the way. We have a movie that's shot. In the dark. In the mansion. During a hurricane. Great. Isolate the characters. Hurricane eliminates the use of the cell phone. The, The use of the cell phone. Is one of the most creative. Ways. To tell a modern day horror story. The cell phone either enables. Or it disables. That is it. There there is no other position. So what do we get? This movie unfolds as a mystery. It's almost like a who done it the best comparatively speaking, the best movie I can I, I would I would mirror this to would be the descent. Very similar. We know what the plot of descent is. Women get stuck in a cave. There's cannibalistic creatures, but the women turn on one another also along the way while fighting isolation, fighting uh, the the constraints of of the cave, the elements themselves. I mean, it all comes together. Good horror does this. This movie does that. Very similarly, uh, and uh, relating to a similar discussion, uh, Tom Cruise murdering... Tim Robbins in front of his daughter in War of the Worlds. Uh, A lot of people criticized uh, that part of that movie because it it was a deviation from everything else that we got. And, you know, it just didn't quite fit. And the more I watch War of the Worlds, the more I am drawn to that scene and to that sequence because it is uh, is humanity. It is the most humane, you know, uh, pun intended there, but it's it, it shows us, you know, it like it, it really shows us shows us what what we can do and who we are. And bodies, bodies, bodies does that. It it holds this mirror back up to the audience and basically says, like, what would you do in this situation? What would you do in the midst of a murder, a murder that you were convinced that happened? And therein lies the hook of the movie. This movie has a Gotcha at the end. This movie has a revelation at the end. As soon as the storm clears, the sun breaks the clouds, daylight hits, the cell phones come back online. And we have a revelation that you cannot see coming, that in effect was set up in the beginning. And it's comical. You know, not per. It's it's not Charlie Chaplin comical. It's not Chevy Chase comical. But it's it's comical that we are here now because of this reason. And I'm not even going to spoil the movie. I'm not even going to get too much into detail about why I think this movie's significant. Why I think it's great. Uh, This movie is a must watch. Check it out. Uh, I'm pretty sure. I I I forget if I watched it on. I'm pretty sure it was Paramount. Or peacock. One of them has, uh, forgive me, everyone. One of them has an A twenty four section. I, I want to say it was peacock, and and I've been on a deep dive, but going through the A twenty four stuff. Uh, coming up, just for example, we will have the Florida project. We will have Red Rocket, and we will have Pleasure, all coming up. And, and I believe it was all from that same section, Alan. I believe so. But between the two, look, people it's people it's it's a streaming war scenario when it comes to home entertainment but it's also a, a streaming renaissance and i love having all these different available you know, platforms big shout out to our filmmakers by filmmakers i mean look uh, i w- looked into a little bit of this movie the writing seems to have been contested there seems to have been a lot of back and forth to exactly how this movie could have been credited because it did develop off of a spec script in 2018, but Sarah Delupa, she's our writer. She has stage production experience. She has skin in the game. She's been around. Uh, I believe she uh, she wrote the Wolves off 2016 off Broadway. Uh, does uh, you know like there's similarities. So a lot of times when people come up through stage and, and, and they land on screenwriting uh, they they have efforts that are equal to like single room uh, sequences and, and plays and, and limited setting plays and, and everything in Bodies 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 does scream on stage because again we're in a single house we only have a few rooms we only have um, you know like a couple different settings but uh, along the way you know we can have uh, very good monologue or her dialogue or you know sometimes it, it is monologue but but we these characters can share who they are in these uh, very intimate settings and that does completely come through and then is Helene Virgin. this is our director she is a career actress she uh, uh, often on the film buff podcast we herald the people who uh are career professionals because it's that's the lifeblood of the industry it's not it's not the Brad Pitt's it's the people in the membrane that that are between the particles that um you know keep the gears going that get enough skin in the game along the way uh to where when they get a bigger chance and a bigger shot and and I would say at this point uh, it's not so much the green light. It's not so much that they got budget, but getting someone like Pete Davidson attached uh, is a huge, big deal because Pete Davidson is a marketing machine. Uh, him, he, him attached to anything and producers high and low, respect This, so this is why he gets so much voice work. Uh, you know, like look his 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 voice work and the attention that he got for Transformers: Rise of the Beast is evident enough. Uh, people rolled their eyes thinking he was in the movie and i would just have to tell him no 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 he's just the voice for one of the robots and they would just be like oh thank god but he he he's divisive he gets that type of attention and him being in this movie certainly helps it and look look people uh, i'm willing to give king of Staten island a second shot <laughs> i i really am because uh that's an intimate movie that he made. That is a movie that is supposed to show you what his life was like at one point, And we're supposed to feel a little bit sorry for him, I guess. But it just it, the movie comes off as long-winded and, and trite. But I'm willing to give it another shot. So along the way, if you want to scare the living crap out of yourself, on the heel, Halloween's coming. All the Halloween merchandise has hit everywhere already. If you need something to scare the living crap out of you and you want some suspense and you want a great single location horror movie check out bodies 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 it is coming to you with a full recommendation from aka pad the film buff. Next episode we are sticking to whatever's happening in the world of sports to movies. And I long wanted to do every single football movie ever because you guys know the goal of this podcast is to do every single movie I have ever seen or ever. The program. That's right. The program. James Kahn, college head head coach. The program. We got some uh, football professional. I think Dick Buckus has, has a cameo. But all right, people. Rock and rolling. We're doing the program. And then I'm projecting we're, we're going to hit 2023's Inside with William Defoe after we hit the program, and then uh, I think we're going to do Florida Project, Red Rocket, and Pleasure. Rock and roll, guys. I love you.